All right, what is up, what is up, what is up? Welcome to the podcast. My name is Cub Cooker. This is the God-Given Gifts of Brilliance podcast. And uh, this is a really raw, organic podcast. I normally do this on my phone with my earbuds. Hopefully you guys can hear me. Um, We are uploading these to YouTube now. We're going to be putting them on the podcast. We do them on TikTok Live first and foremost. So if you want to join, join over on TikTok at Cub Cooker. Abraham, what is up? Welcome. No Piano Man, welcome. Uh, Bootsy308, what's up? Welcome. Hello, how are you doing? Warrior for the Word, welcome. Uh, Ray Arts, welcome. Further Pratter, welcome. Uh, Brian, welcome. Anyway, as we get people jumping on here, I'll keep doing shout outs, but I want to introduce what we're talking about today. We are in the Book of Enoch study now. Now, that study is two parts. It is first and foremost short 60-second videos that I post right here on TikTok, and then we distribute those to other platforms, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Um, and they are doing quite well on all platforms right now. We've had almost a million views, probably as of the recording of this, we've had a million views on this series on the short video format of it. Now we are on part 45 of the short videos in this series. We also do the live stream every single day to continue the study, to talk deeper, take questions, look at different materials around the Book of Enoch um, as we read through it. Today we're actually not going to be reading Book of Enoch. We're going to be reading Ezekiel out of the Holy Bible. Uh, We're going to look at some other texts as we go forward, including the Epic of Gilgamesh, bunch of different types of texts that talk about the watchers, that talk about giants, that talk about these UFOs. And what I'm going to reveal today, you guys may have heard before, um, and you may not have heard it before, but Ezekiel had a vision of what's a wheel inside a wheel. And I'm going to read that specifically today because we're going to talk about why that wheel inside a wheel, I think, looks like this rather than the Openam or Ophanim that we talk about with a wheel turned this way and a wheel turned this way and with all the eyes and everything, I think it describes something more similar to this. So if you guys like this type of thing, if you guys like this this live version of the podcast where we get to talk back and forth, um, drop me a bunch of likes, share this with friends and family that really gets us out there. And I just dropped five new videos today. My goal is 10 videos a day. Um, it still takes me five videos, takes me several hours. It takes research. It takes finding the backgrounds for them, getting the right music, posting them to all the platforms. Um, I mean, it's taking me between four and six hours now just to do the five videos, the short videos. Um, because of the type of content this is, I want to do it right so that you guys get uh, information that's as accurate as possible. Um, since I'm not a prophet, I can't tell you with 100% certainty, but I can share the information with you and hope that you guys uh, maybe have your own ideas about it and that uh, God just downloads into your consciousness some um, understandings on this stuff. Uh, Jane says, I agree, it looks like that. Yes, yeah, so um, what I'm going to read, it talks about how they are basically uh, parallel to the ground. Um, and so, you know, they're not sitting up straight, they're, they're on their side. And there's four of them, and they move in any direction. They move incredibly quickly. They take the creatures with them. 
This is insane stuff, guys, and we have to kind of take a religious break to understand some of this, and we have to take a worldly break to understand some of this, and we have to step into and put on that third pair of shoes that we all have, which is our spiritual shoes. So to understand this, we can go, oh, that's technology, that's a UFO, I've seen those in Nevada, I've seen those over here. Uh, They used to be on my uncle's ranch. I've been hiking in the woods and encountered one of these, blah, blah, blah. We all have weird stories, right? I've never personally seen anything like this in the physical realm. I have encountered uh, the eyes, the eyes that we talk about in the Bible, the the watching eyes in, um, in some of my other worldly experiences, psychedelic experiences. Uh, but that's why I want to talk about this today because yes, aliens are mentioned in the Bible. Absolutely, Jason. Um, so that's what we're talking about today. And again, if we can take off our religious shoes and our modern day science shoes and going, Hey, this is just technology. What if there is something between religion and science? What if there is something that is true spirituality that uses spiritual technology where the kingdom of God is a within us and all around us and it literally is another realm that we are receiving our power from Um, and for that other realm to enter this realm there is a technology that allows them to enter through the realms through uh, this reality or um, interdimensional beings rather than intergalactic beings interdimensional beings Who's to say what we're seeing out in the galaxies? We have this new telescope, uh, the James Webb Telescope, which is fascinating. And I love stuff like that. I love deep space exploration. But who is to say we even understand what deep space is? Who is to say that we even understand what we're looking at through these telescopes? Could we be looking into other realities? Could we be seeing shadows or mirrors of other dimensions? Uh, could we be seeing the manifestations of heavenly beings through these energy signatures that we pick up on uh, on all of these these telescopes and stuff? So, just a uh, interesting interesting thought. Okay, so several comments here. Sorry, I'm going to crunch down on my uh, cough drop here. I don't have a cough, but I like to start out every podcast with a good cough drop so that we can talk through this. Um, the eyes to a biblical person would interpret the lights as eyes. Absolutely. Um, and so, especially if you're in, sorry about the train. I'll let it go by real quick and get a drink here. You guys that are on regularly, you know that I live on the edge of town right next to a train track. So I get to, sometimes we do this live stream and we ne'er hear one. And sometimes uh, we get them every five minutes. So we'll see what we are in for today. So um, anyway, yeah, the eyes to a biblical person or rather to a, uh, a Jewish person back in the times of Bible, of the Bible. They had their scriptures. They had their tradition passed down. They see something like this thing and they're going to interpret that in certain ways. However... We may not even understand what these fully are these days. We look at it merely as technology. Maybe they were able to see more with their third eye and they could see more of the spiritual implications of what this was. Because we know 
that when your third eye starts to open or your spiritual eyes or your second sight or your mind's eye or whatever you want to call it, Jesus talked about it over and over and over in Scripture. We start to see the world differently and we make connections and parallels. Some people even have their third eye open to the point where they can physically see beings from other realms, where they can hear voices from other realms. Uh, We might call them crazy today, but back then they were prophets. They were priests and priestesses and high leaders uh, in their societies because they were oracles for the Most High, for Yahweh. Now we see that, um, you know, people like King Nebuchadnezzar, they misused that. They would find people around them that had spiritual gifts, surround themselves with them, and then try to rule with a heavy hand by those spiritual gifts. So, uh, the Anunnaki's, absolutely. That's, that's another thing that I want to get into deeper on here. I am just now learning, guilty as charged here, just now learning about the Anunnaki's. Uh, have not dug into them as much as I would like to. So thank you for your awesome insight and information. Very cool indeed. Zach, thank you so much. That me, uh, means a lot to me. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Uh, we heart the train from Jane. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, it looks like a sombrero. Yes, it does. If I put it right there, it looks like a sombrero. Uh, believe God is so much more than we comprehend. Uh, Bootsy 308. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, helps clarify things as I was taught as a kid, Stephen says. Um, yeah, and so that's, you know, we're, we're all taught, you know, religion is a poor excuse for spirituality and science is a poor excuse for religion. And we try to interchange those all the time. Uh, I have scientists in my family and that is their religion. I have religious people and that's their science. And let's, what if what's in the middle, guys? Like we are starting to understand Maybe some shadows of the technology in the kingdom. Maybe some some baby, baby, baby shadows. Uh, This type of technology that we see, we hear about, that uh, allegedly we have recovered. Again, I'm not here to spread any kind of conspiracy. I just want to look at what's in these ancient texts. What have we experienced in modern times? And what might the truth be? The truth is always somewhere beautifully nested in the middle um, and that's what I love about the truth. The truth is, is neither, uh, neither side. It doesn't take a side. The truth is truth. And the truth is within you and within me. And when we look at stuff like this and we go, hey, something, something else is going on. Like there's that internal compass that points to that north star, that Polaris. We see Polaris in the sky and we have this north star and we see that everything turns around that like it's if you do those time lapses at night everything turns around it and you get this perfect north star that north star in you is the throne of god that north star in you is the christ inside of you christ consciousness that yeshua himself came he revealed truth distilled truth perfectly every time i talk about yeshua and inner light and christ consciousness the wind blows here and it never blows in texas let me just tell you well when it blows in texas you know because your neighbor's cat ends up in your yard but right now on a hot sunny day when there's like no breeze and then i get a breeze and i speak of yeshua i speak of his dominion in our hearts and in our bodies him repairing our dna so that we can speak directly with the throne of god this is all important guys everything that happened pre the fall of man the fall of man being what happened on mount hermon we've been talking about that 
with the watchers descending, taking wives from the daughters of men, teaching them magics and medicines and sciences and the instruments of war. So all of these things being heavenly knowledge without wisdom, without having our internal connection to the throne of God, which I believe Yeshua came to fully release in us, to fully open up our spiritual eyes um, and repair literally even our DNA. Like his blood is important. Uh, you hear about the blood of Christ and why was that shed? It will shed for us, for our salvation. But what does salvation mean? Uh, does it just mean to save you? To save you from what? No, it's a reconciliation. It's a returning to kingship. It's a returning to that original creation, seeds of the creator, manifestors of the kingdom, imagers of the most high. Good stuff, guys. Good stuff. Let me read some comments here. I believe God is so much more than we comprehend. Absolutely. Uh, And I shared that a second ago. Uh, Let's see. uh, What else did I miss here? Uh, Thank you for tagging people. I uh, I appreciate that. Um, uh, And then facts. Yes, facts. Mark Christmas, what's up? Welcome. Here's another train coming. Uh, You need Jesus. You need Jesus, too. Um, And actually, I don't need Jesus. I need the living Messiah, the Son of God, Yeshua, the Christ, the Christ in me. Jesus does nothing for us if he's not in us. And Jesus in us is Christ, is Christ consciousness, is a renewed kingship. And so uh, that's what I teach on here. So uh, religious tones aside, um, I'm a hippie who loves God. I love truth. Yep, train, absolutely. Um, Got another one here, so... Uh, but yes, yes. Um, so, I, and I do. I love Jesus. I, I, uh, uh, not in the uh, the the tone that a lot of people would say, in a very non-religious tone. I love Jesus uh, because He's real in me. I used to question whether I was saved, and finally, I realized that the living Christ is in me already, and realized that, wow. I'm a part of that kingdom already. He's in me already. I have, I've been looking for someone that I already knew that was already in me. And so that was, that was my, my salvation moment, guys. I've had a lot of those salvation moments where they were emotionally charged, go down to the front of the church, accept Jesus, all of that. No lasting change. No fruit in my life. I wondered why. Why am I not good enough? What's the deal? When I stopped looking for the person of Jesus... And started looking within, I found the entity of Christ within me. And then I realized that Yeshua, the person, was the fullness of God, the fullness of truth, the fullness of light. Everything he spoke and did on this earth was pure and true and wonderful. And they crucified him for it. And he says to pick up your cross and follow him. He says that you will do greater things than he did. He also says that we'll be persecuted with him. And I can see no better, no better use of our time than to stop and try to find him inside of us and realize that he's already a part of us. And we don't need an emotionally charged experience to discover him and let him rise in us so that we can connect to the Father. And I absolutely love that. So Jesus does the dishes. Yes, yes, he does. Uh, he cleans, he washes, he transforms, transform changing into his image uh, as in a glass of glory. Uh, ooh, absolutely. 
Uh, having him in us is just a taste of what eternity will be like. Amen. Amen. And that's another thing I teach is, you know, and I, I don't look at myself as a teacher either. I just, I try to share and speak with you guys and I love, love, love this community. And that's why I stream here first. And then I distribute this out to all the other mediums. Uh, thank you for the sombrero. That's my cosmic sombrero beaming us all up into truth here realizing that ufos are in the bible that religion and science in the middle is some beautiful truth about who god is what the kingdom is what the heavenly realms are and the idea that spiritual technology things that we see like this are merely tools that the kingdom uses that the heavenly realms use to enter our reality interdimensional beings we call them cosmic beings from other planets but again as i said earlier are we seeing with these james webb telescope hubble's telescope which i love i'm a big science nerd by the way obviously um but you know are we seeing other dimensions is that what we're seeing so uh wow got washed over with heat uh, divination what's up welcome um, I hope that's a good washing of heat I hope that's a warm presence a calm from the heavens um, so I love you guys and I just want to speak love speak life that's something that I missed out a lot on in my life I was raised in a very loving family so I'm not saying that but I was raised in a lot of religion I was raised in a place where I felt unseen I felt like I wasn't good enough. I felt like I couldn't do anything but sin. And that led me into a really, really, um, really dark place in my life where I met entities from other realms I was able to see in between the veil. And I didn't like what I saw. In fact, at first I loved what I saw. I was ready to die and go there. Um, and then I continued to partake in um, psychedelic substances and saw the uh the dark realms i saw the entities that want to do negative things with our life um and then after that in order to kind of quiet all of that because that resonated in me for years i just turned to alcohol and started drinking and uh, did that at scale you know 12 to 18 beers a day and and that i mean even as in a six foot tall dude um, that's a lot. That's a lot of destruction on my temple. Let me say that again. That's a lot of destruction on my temple. What does the enemy want to do? It wants to destroy the temple of God. Who is the temple of God? You are the temple of God. I am the temple of God. Yes, you're speaking prophetic word of God. Thank you so much, Divination, too. I really appreciate that. Misbehaving, thank you for the likes. God bless you. Raybone, welcome. Uh, Miss Behaven, thank you, thank you, thank you for the likes. We're getting there, 2.4 thousand likes. Thank you, guys. Um, so those are things that I've been through in my life. Now, I have never personally seen a UFO, would love to, but some of the things I hear about the effects that they cause on people are, are really terrifying. Um, and so I, I definitely don't know that I want to be very close to one uh, because we're not meant to receive the type of energy that it takes to travel between dimensions. Let me say that again. We are not meant to take the type of energy it takes to travel between dimensions. We are seeds of the Most High. We are imagers of God. We are in biological, technologically advanced bodies. 
which we can mobilize through our spirit, our, our soul is attached to the kingdom of God. And then that is manifest in these bodies. And we are here so that God can experience this reality and, and build energy from his people that funnels directly to the kingdom. I always like to say we're like little batteries. Um, and, I, and I know that's a very oversimplification, but think about that. Like, the stronger you get in your spiritual walk and the more love you pour into others and the more you watch people get healed, the more you watch people come to the true Christ, the more you watch people's lives change and you watch people break down the constructs that they thought was true and wake up in absolute truth and watch their realities turn around for the good, that creates an energy signature that resonates to heaven and that goes through us and through those people. And as we're attached by these little lifelines to the kingdom, when those are cut, you know, the Greeks had the fates. They would cut the little lifeline and then that person would unalive. And so I, I think of the same thing to the kingdom, this interdimensional connection that we have already. We don't need this but angelic beings need this to get here. There's something special about our reality. There's something unique about it. And the fact that we're already connected to God and that Christ came to repair the genetic line, the DNA that God set forth on this earth in the first place, that's magic to me, guys. I don't need any other magic than that. So I travel between worlds in my sleep. Divination, absolutely. I do too. I have... I feel like I've been transported in my sleep multiple times. And we have to remember that, you know, when we sleep, that uh, DMT is released, um, dimethyltryptyline, and that is called the spirit molecule. Um, it's more than just a chemical reaction. It activates your pineal gland and releases um, all kinds of things into your body, into your reality, and allows us to see into other realms, I fully believe. So uh, I've had a near-death experience uh, that I prayed for answers and got to answer my prayers. Um, well, good. I'm glad you prayed for answers. Um, near uh, unaliving experiences are not fun. I had one as well uh, when I was doing a lot of substances. And, um, yeah, it, it's, it's life-changing. It's life-changing. And uh, people that sit here, and, and we have a lot that come across this channel, and, and I speak this in love. People that argue semantics scripturally are missing the point. Let me say that one more time. People that argue semantics scripturally are missing the point. The point is experience. If we didn't have any scripture, and you went out into the wilderness, and you asked God, you asked Source, you asked Creator, who are you? What answer would you receive? And would that answer change the way you think about you? That's what I love about Christ going into the wilderness. 40 days and 40 nights. Real, yes, real, absolutely. Um, I know there are other realms. Uh, he would say uh, Jesus Christ. Would he say that, though? God, who are you? Source, who are you? Creator, who are you? What did he tell Moses? He told Moses, I am who I am. Do you think that that might have changed what Moses thought about himself? Do you think that 
might change how you think of yourself or how you interpret reality and every scripture you read from now on? Do you think it might change the way you interpret the words of Christ? Do you think it might change the way you look at the sky at night? There's another train. That's my cue to get a drink real quick. I try to cover the logo on my teacup because they don't sponsor me yet. If they want to sponsor me, that would be awesome, and I'll show it on every live stream. But um, So, uh, yes, he did it for me. Awesome, Raymond. Uh, and he would say that, uh, Ink Seraph, uh, Ink of the the Seraph. Yeah, okay. Sorry I was having trouble reading that. Ink of the Seraph. Uh, great name, by the way. Uh, thank you for the likes, Jane. Appreciate that. Uh, thank you, guys. We're up to almost 5,000 likes now. So I'm going to switch over real quick from the UFO photo. I don't want to lose people on the stream here because... Obviously, these images in, invoke some sort of reaction from people. Um, every time I talk about them in a biblical context, uh, people are, are, they just go nuts over it. And, and I think it's because people know there's some truth. They know that there's something from the heavenly realms about this. And what I'm going to read now from Ezekiel, you've probably heard it, but I'm going to read it, and I want you to keep this image in your head and tell me if it changes what you think about it, because it did for me today. I went looking to prove one thing on a video I was doing for TikTok, because the Ophanom have always been my favorite angel, which is they are the wheel inside the wheel, the ones that move the throne of God in Ezekiel. Um, they manifest in different places in the Bible, uh, the balls of light, that type of thing. I think we see them when they shoot around the sky in different uh, formations faster than anything, you know, you know, we just call it a UFO, but I think those are the Ophanom, and I think that's what this is, and I want to share with you why I think that. So I'm going to read a little bit from Ezekiel, which is going to be hard to read here because I took screenshots of it, and for some reason, TikTok blows it up unreasonably large for, um, for what I'm trying to read here. So, okay. In the thirteenth year, in the fourth month, on the fifth day of the month, while I was among the exiles by the Kabar Canal, the heavens were opened up and I saw visions of God. This is Ezekiel talking. On the fifth day of the month, it was the fifth year of the king, uh, the king's exile, the word of the Lord came directly to the something Ezekiel, son of Buzi, in the land of the Chaldeans by the Kabar Canal. The Lord's hand was on me, was on him there. Sorry, this is hard to read. I've got to figure out a better way to do these backgrounds, but bear with me because this is important. So, um, the Lord's hand is on him there. Okay, so that's important. The heavens were open and I saw visions of God. So we're about to see what that vision is here. This is soups important. So, okay. So he sees these creatures. He sees the throne of God. He sees a firmament above God, like rainbows laid out above God. Then, okay, uh, there uh, was one wheel on the ground beside one of the four faced creatures. The appearance of the wheels and their craftsmanship was that like gleaming a barrel. 
Now, beryl is a crystal, and I showed earlier on one of my TikTok videos, it looks like a white LED. It's like that exact color. Uh, and then I showed a picture of an LED, just kind of keeping that in your head. All the four had the same likeness, so there's four of these things. Their appearance and craftsmanship was like a wheel within a wheel. When they moved, they went in any of the four directions without turning as they moved. What have you seen in the sky do that? Uh, we don't have planes that can do that. We, we just don't have that, so... Uh, without turning uh, as they moved. Uh, and then I can't read the rest of that. Uh, except it says, completely covered with eyes. Uh, that one of the wheels is completely covered in eyes. So, again, let's go back and let's look at that. A wheel inside a wheel. And it says that they were laying flat against the ground yet they were moving in any of the four directions and moving the throne of God, moving the four creatures with them. Did fallen angels have to use tech because they lost some abilities, perhaps? I don't, th I, again, I think we just completely misinterpret what heavenly realms are. Um, the fact that they can tra travel interdimensionally and that they can come here and manifest themselves uh, through people, through um, actually manifesting themselves as men, we see that when Christ comes back, he was uh, in a new body almost. People didn't recognize him when he walked after he rose from the unalive state. Um, and so he walked with his disciples and he taught them more after that. And then he had the transfiguration where he's, he's lifted up into the clouds uh, and he just disappears. And, so, and then we hear that Enoch walked with God and then he was no more. He did not taste death. He was just no more. Uh, and so that's what I'm talking about here. And that's why this gets super weird. And we have to just suspend a disbelief for a minute. And, and I mean disbelief as in the religious sense, as in the indoctrinated sense, as in the um, this is my comfortable view of who God and what the heavenly realms are. Once you can get uncomfortable with who God is and what the heavenly realms are, uh, then you can start to understand truth about what they might be, um, and, or at least closer to truth, and start to see all these dots connect, and it's, it starts to get really, really interesting. So that's really what I'm here to share today, and that was the main thing I wanted to share. Ezekiel's vision, the wheel inside the wheel. What do you guys think? You, you let me know. Let me know in the comments. Uh, let me know on TikTok. Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. We're on all those platforms, by the way. We've grown on Facebook by like 30,000 followers this last week. Literally, praise God, 30,000 followers on Facebook this last week. Uh, my mind is blown. I just, this is amazing. I, I get to do this. God is literally leading me to do this full time. Um, and I am, I am working on doing that now we have a brand new website i'll show you guys the website real quick um the website is super cool well first off you can get the book study kit on book of enoch i have the books of enoch and the study guide uh reversing herman by dr michael heiser all of that is over on my website and there's the website so this brand new website it's all button based now super easy to navigate uh, kingdom manifesting hippie UFO drums. I'm going to do 
a live stream uh, with my UFO drums too uh, in the evenings on the weekdays. So um, we do this study in addition to like a music live stream with the UFO drums because I'm obsessed with the UFOs. So uh, and then tie dye love got the tie dye here. I make these shirts. Um, I may do some drops with some of these handmade shirts at some point. Uh, but until then, you can get all the tie-dye supplies that I personally use to get these vibrant colors, very specific brand. Um, and then I've got a Patreon on here. Lots of cool ways if you guys do want to support the ministry here. Whether you want to call it ministry, I, I don't know. That's totally up to you uh, because I certainly am not doing this in like the vein of like a church ministry or anything. So, uh, But a lot of people have called it a ministry. For me, it is really just seeking the truth communally building this community. Um, uh, my book is on there too. It's called God-Given Gifts of Brilliance. And praise God, it got, after two years, it got approved for the audiobook release, which is now on Audible. Uh, you can get it on Audible. There's a free trial I have on there as well. So you can download my book first, go listen to it. It's me narrating it and I teach through it. It's all about finding your God-given gifts um, and taking what God's already shown you and then starting to activate those gifts, lean into them. Th that book literally is why I'm here today. A lot of the stuff I wrote in that book has helped me get to where I am. And it wasn't just my thoughts coming out. It was like God channeled something through me in that book. So I highly recommend it, uh, especially you guys that don't necessarily like to sit and read. The audiobook will just, it's, if you like this, Audiobook's about five hours long. I go through the whole book, and you can just get all kinds of cool stuff in there. So, uh, let's see. Uh, Raymond Johns, I'm happy to hear uh, the share it because it does it goes hand in hand uh, with the Bible and open your eyes. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. It's good. And we'll know all that bit we are supposed to do with it. And I'm a child of God. Absolutely. Um, I don't know what we're supposed to do with this information. Other than it transforms my view of the kingdom, my view of the creator, my view of God, my view of myself, my view of Yeshua, the Christ, Christ in me. Um, so as far as like what to do with all this information knowledge for knowledge sake we see what that does in the world you can just go to google and, and see how much pointless knowledge there is out there so what do we do as we learn stuff like this and we start to put dots together obviously pray for discernment uh, but go out and activate activate the kingdom in your life you know god wants us to be manifestors of his kingdom and that can be donating to a dog shelter, that can be adopting a pet, that could be helping a neighbor, that could be serving in a church community, that could be making your, um, making your own TikTok videos, make, sharing your testimony in a unique way that might help someone else. So I don't know what it is for you, but I know that manifesting God's kingdom is the meaning of life because we are imagers of God and if Christ is in us then out of the fullness of our heart shall pour all good things so uh, it's called faith um, amen amen I love uh, love me some faith faith the size of a mustard seed right moving mountains 
And I, and I say that, and I don't joke, because I think Yeshua meant something by that that we have not unlocked yet. We have not unlocked that. And I hope somebody in this community will unlock that truth uh, one of these days soon. Jehovah sent his son, uh, Jesus, to reveal his kingdom uh, and government to mankind. Blessings it will bring. Amen. Absolutely. And that's the thing, too. The kingdom doesn't mean... It, well, it doesn't always mean in the Bible, depending on which word is used for it um, in the Greek or the Hebrew. Um, the kingdom oftentimes means the power of the king handed to the servant of the king. So it's the exercising of the kingdom's power. So a lot of times when I say manifesting the kingdom, I'm talking about manifesting the power of God's kingdom. The authority that we have over this world and he says be in the world but not of the world but in the beginning you see in uh, genesis he's given us dominion over this earth um, and so if we look at what it says about christ and if we're in christ if he's in us we have christ consciousness we have salvation uh, because it's something you have it is something you have uh, if we have that not just an emotional reaction or a prayer, but if we experience that and we live that and it changes us and those around us, then absolutely, absolutely, we are exercising the authority of God's kingdom. Uh, replanted uh, Texas girl says, Faux show, absolutely. Uh, his kingdom will be uh, government in heavens to rule over the earth, 144,000 brought from the earth. Absolutely. Um, and so that verse, too, as with so many verses in the Bible, I think is a rainbow of meanings. Um, a lot of people have talked about the frequency, 144. Uh, a lot of people have talked about the inner 144,000. A lot of people have talked about the actual 144,000 on the earth. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, we have a number there, so I can look at that. There's a lot of numbers in the Bible that confuse the heck out of me. So, uh, But I find it fascinating. We are given these clues. There are some people that can discern them. There are some people that are so sure about them and then are just proven wrong immediately after their prophecy doesn't come true. So, um, you know, this stuff is, is an enigma, wrapped in an enigma. And for those with eyes to see and ears to hear, and I think... Um, you know, that's one of the things I'm just on with my journey is, what does it all mean? You know, what does it all mean? I don't have, um, I don't have the answers for everything, but I love talking about it, so. Moon's over my hammy, what is up? Oh, I used to love that at Denny's. The moon's over my hammy. Um... I do jw.org Bible study free. Uh, yes, jw.org Bible study is awesome. Uh, the Bible app has awesome Bible studies in it. Um, there's TikTokers like me, uh, YouTubers that do free Bible studies. There's a lot of really, really good ones out there. Um, so, But I appreciate you guys spending any amount of time you do here on my channel. Um, and, and this study is free too. Like you guys don't have to buy anything. Uh, my website is there for those of you that want to dive down the rabbit hole. We've had a lot of people that have stepped out and said, yeah, I, I got to read these books of Enoch. I got to have the study guide. Uh, and I really appreciate that. That helps support this channel directly. We've even had a lot of people step out and say, hey, 
Uh, I don't really want to read, but I love your content. Um, and I want to just support that on a monthly basis. And so we've got the Patreon set up for that now, too. So um, really, really good stuff going on here with, uh, with this ministry, if that's what you want to call it. Uh, so Satan has such an elaborate hoax pulled on people. Just imagine how uh, much more the Father's kingdom is. Ooh, that's good, Bootsy. That's good. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and we see that, you know, with the Watchers. They were trying to bring their version of the heavenly realms to earth and teach uh, the technologies and the sciences and the magics of the heavens uh, without the dominion of the throne of God over it. And that was a problem, and it corrupted the hearts of men. So uh, summer convocation program on JW.org for God's will to be done. Uh, Lady, uh, Lady V's dogs... Uh, so yeah, Lady V's dogs explained that a little bit. Um, so obviously JW.org, Jehovah's Witness. Uh, so explain some of that on the comment if you would too for anyone that might be interested. I'm all about you guys, like wherever you find it, you know, whatever does it for you. There, there's an aha moment for everyone. Some people it's on a hiking trail. Some people it's experiencing something supernatural in their life. Some people it's in the text. Some people it's in speaking the word. That's where it's been for me is speaking the word and sharing my journey with people. Texas Wildflower, what's up? Welcome. Um, so that's where it's been for me. So, And I'm always happy. Uh, I've studied everything that I can and I continue to. I have... Uh, gone through um, studies on Hinduism. I've gone through studies on um, uh, the what is it, the Kabbalah, mystical Judaism. I've done uh, Scientology studies. I've done uh, done studies on Mormonism. I've done studies on uh, Catholicism. I've done. I mean, just like anything that you can think of, I'm I'm trying to study it and learn it and put the dots together because I think God is uh, so much more than we think. Uh, 10,000, uh, hope that helps. Yeah, 10K would help. Uh, Misbehaving, thank you so much. Um, God bless you. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you for all the gifts. Um, and uh, let's see, summer come. So I don't know uh, if, if you did 10,000 likes, $10,000, uh, 10,000 new followers. All of them would help. So thank you, uh, Miss Behaven. God bless you for, for whatever you, you send with that. So uh, let's see. Vasa, welcome. Miss Behaven, welcome back. Um, I don't know why sometimes it'll say someone joined that's already on here having a conversation. Zen BX, welcome. Um, so you guys let me know before I sign off on this. I've got about 10 more minutes here. Um, what do you got, where do you guys want to go with this study as we go? I mean, I'm going to continue to drop the videos. We're kind of going verse by verse, chapter by chapter through Enoch. But as with today, I had to stop and sidetrack a little because important stuff, important stuff to talk about, uh, UFOs and important stuff to talk about, uh, heavenly technologies, spiritual technologies. So Programs on God's will, the last day, God's will for the earth program, and no fear uh, of these problems. Amen. That sounds awesome. That's something I might go check out. So thank you, ladies, uh, Lady V's dog, Lady Lovely's dogs. I think I, I figured it out. Lady Lovely's dogs. Thank you. 
Uh, and I'm a big dog fan. I have two Great Danes and an Aussie. So, Cindy, what's up? Welcome. Cindy, thank you for the likes. God bless you. I appreciate you guys being here. Um, so, anyway, but the wheel inside the wheel. Um, I'm watching a show on Hulu right now, which I recommend for people that like to go down the rabbit hole of this type of thing. If you feel like you're spiritually ready for it, not everyone is. Some people need to kind of stay where they are in the comfort and the bosom of that faith. Uh, some people are ready to challenge their faith and grow in it. And that's kind of where I am. And so that's why I'm, I look into this type of stuff. And we're reading Ezekiel and Enoch and Gospel of Thomas and some of these things that are considered on the fringe of religiosity or churchianity. Um, and so that's part of why I'm here is to help bring some of that stuff to light so that we all have the information if we want it, if we choose to do something good with it. So, uh, lady lovelies dogs. Good. Yes. Very, very good. So, um, so anyway, that's, and also too, by the way, I do teach Bible stuff, a lot of Bible stuff. And I have on my website, I've got, uh, two different Bible kits. I have the interlinear linear Bible kit where you can read the Greek and Hebrew in it. Uh, and I also have the Christian Standard Bible where you can just read kind of more of that modern English version of it. So wherever you're at, I do have a kit for you over there. I hand cultivate all of those kits. Uh, they're not just random things from Amazon. I've built specific little kits that are things that I personally have read, believe, and teach from. So, uh, again, that's why I put all that over there for you. Have you read the Gospel of Thomas? Uh, Noah says, yes, I have. Actually, uh twice i'm on the third time as we speak uh doing the audiobook um and i have the specific translation that i do read it's in the lost gospel study kit over there i have gospel of thomas philip gospel of mary magdalene and gospel of judas over there as well um so i think it was i think that's the last one you'll have to go look but um anyway the first one i've been going through is gospel of thomas and then i'll be going through the rest of them but um, a lot of the things that he says in gospel of thomas that yeshua says um, have really uh, can you give a quick recap of the book of thomas uh, so the book of the gospel of thomas was found in 1945 in the nag hammadi desert it was found by a farmer's son who is digging for fertilizer in the desert basically just digging deeper for that good soil um, and hit a bunch of clay pots. Well, uh, there was like a treasure trove of scripture found. Uh, now, mind you, the uh, atoms were being smashed. And these things showed up in 1945. And all these scriptures were found in 1945. Really weird, again, tying all of this that we're talking about. And this is how it ties to Gospel of Thomas, how it ties to Book of Enoch, how it ties to Ezekiel, how it ties to Revelation. This is, it's hard to just do one study on this because it all ties together. And that's where I get excited about it. But So Gospel of Thomas is what some scholars are believing that at this point might be, and again, might be the closest thing we have to the actual words of Yeshua, of Christ. Um, and why is that important? Because what we have in the Bible now, it was written, you know, like the Gospels we have, were not written right around the time of Jesus. They were written hundreds of years later. Um, and that's okay, and we accept that. Like, we know it was passed down, and then, then we got what we have. But they believe that the Gospel of Thomas was written around 60 years after Christ, uh, meaning it could have very well been written by someone who was alive when he was alive. Um, they attribute it to Thomas 
So it's considered pseudepigrapha, meaning uh, it was like a pen name. Like, hey, I'm writing this from Thomas's point of view, but he personally told me this kind of thing. Like, that's what pseudepigrapha is. And in fact, uh, a lot like Timothy is pseudepigrapha, uh, Ecclesiastes is pseudepigrapha. Uh, there's several books in the Bible. I think like six, I think it's six total books in the Bible that we have that are pseudepigrapha, meaning someone else wrote them under someone else's name. So um let's see uh i find it odd that all these tiktokers are reading enoch and thomas uh and so forth could it be a diversion earliest uh so could it be a diversion it could be um but you know it could also be that there's a reason god is bringing you know god brings prophecies and waves of truth out into the world um there's also plenty of deceptions so that's why I don't teach this as gospel truth. I teach it as, uh, here's what I'm experiencing. Here's what I see the dots connecting. Um, I also, if you're seeing more TikTokers teaching Thomas and Enoch, it might be because you're ready for Thomas and Enoch. So don't discount God's voice in your life saying, hey, Amy, you're ready. You're ready to go down this rabbit hole. You're ready to look at what the Bible says and connect these dots to understand it deeper. Your faith is ready to go to the next level. So don't don't discount that. Um, but always pray for discernment uh, because some people may not be ready to hear this stuff uh, and it may not all be true too. So that's, again, I, I share it. Uh, you can get on Google and find, you know, a lot of true and not true stuff. So... Uh, same thing here, same thing with yourself. Like you have to find that North star in you. If you have Christ in you, that's that North star. Follow that. Um, let's see, because I've read the book of Enoch, but I don't know what other biblical book to do next. So thank you, bro. Noah, um, definitely, definitely gospel of Thomas. If you've read book of Enoch and you've connected that, I would either say read reversing Herman by Dr. Michael Heiser who's like my virtual mentor online. I've never met him or anything, but but I learned so much from his book, Reversing Herman. He is a Christian theologian, and he ties Enoch and Enochian theology through the Bible and proves, what I believe, proves why Christ did what he did and sacrificed himself was to reverse what happened on Mount Hermon with the watchers descending and messing with God's beautiful creation of humanity. So that's uh that would be my recommendation i love book of enoch and then doing dr michael heiser's book it is on my website in my uh profile bio uh you can grab it there it's under the book of enoch study kit and then just scroll down below that on it on my amazon and it's right there so uh thanks for the teaching um Let's see, uh, why does religion use guilt and scare tactics to keep people religious? Amen, amen. Into the abyss. Um, that is a problem. In fact, there's a scripture that I was reading yesterday that was directed at the watchers, at the, the fallen angels. And a lot of churches use that and direct that at people. Um, and it's just not how God feels about us. God loves us. We're beautiful creations of his um, and he wants us to be attached to his kingdom and manifest his kingdom here. So uh, the enemy uses religion to divide. Absolutely. I am not for religiosity or churchianity. 
I have, by all intents and purposes, left the traditional church. I do this. I still go to a church, and I love the church that I go to, but I also do this um, because I just felt like it was time. It was time for a tribe of people who love God and uh, want to dig deeper. Who is a sun god? There's a lot of different sun gods depending on what mythology you look at or theology, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Ra, obviously. Um, so uh, that's hypocrite. I don't know who you're talking to, Enoch. Uh, that's false teaching. Uh, which is false teaching? Sorry. Uh, Christ means Mark. Actually, Christ comes from the word Chryso, which means um, anointed. So the anointing, it means uh, that you are set apart and anointed. So um, if you have Christ in you uh, or you are chrisen, it is to be anointed. So it also comes from the word crimson or red, as in uh, the, uh, I don't know if I can say it on here, the blood of Christ. Uh, so, uh, yes, say my name, say my name, say my name. Uh, so anyway, um, what is false teaching? What were you saying? Um, sorry, I had a lot of comments here, so I'm not sure if you guys were talking or, um, if you were referring to something I said. So yes, a spirit of truth. Jane says, thank you. Um, actually that's false teaching. Uh, they told you that. Um, see, uh, I don't, I don't understand your comments. I'm sorry. Um, Metatron, like, okay. So what about Metatron and who was teaching me? Like, are you talking about the church or what I was saying earlier? So, cause if you're talking about the church, I agree with you. If you're talking about what I said earlier, I'll have to disagree with you. But, um, Metatron, um, is something that I guess the, I guess that's uh, something that's been going around. I'm not sure a lot about that. Um, can I come on your live? I don't take people on the live. Sorry, um, because I don't have a great connection where I'm at. I'm out in the country here. so. Um, but drop any comments you have here. And then comment on my videos, too, and I'd love to stitch them. So. Uh, and then duet my videos, too, if you, if you have some, some ideas you'd like to share. So. Oh, that's Enoch's name in heaven, Metatron. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that some people think he's like the angel Metatron. Do you believe that? Um, uh, if you do, that's that's cool. And, I, and I'd love to learn more about that. And if you have any material for me to read and share on here, I'd love to. So, um, again, I'm here to just share knowledge. Like, we can all go Google this. We can all do it for ourselves, but we're not, right? I'm just here to do it and hopefully bring some people along for the ride, enlighten some people, enlighten myself. So, uh, fact, uh, Enoch woke song. I hope that's, I hope I said your name right. So look up, uh, Ahia. Okay. I will look up Ahia. Yes. Um, uh, so anyway, another train's coming. I'm going to have to run, but, um, if you guys do enjoy this and you want to join more in the study, check out my website, I've got books on Kingdom Manifesting, My Hippie UFO Drums, and Tie-Dye Love. I love you guys. Go check it out. Thank you for the support. God bless you all. As that, It's like they just do that to be jerks. They see us sitting out here, and they're like, oh, let's just honk for fun. Um, I think they do at this point. So, 
Uh, anyway, sorry about the trains, guys, but it's just so pretty in the summer right now, and it's like 80 degrees, 85 degrees on my porch here, so I just have to do these on the porch. So, Good teaching. Thank you, Bootsy. God bless you. Appreciate you guys. Uh, Cubcooker.me. Cubcooker.me. Uh, that's the website. All the stuff there, including the portal to get to all my social mediums. Uh, you can get these full episodes I post over on my YouTube as well. So anyway, I love you guys. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Actually, I take Sundays off. I'll talk to you Monday. Love you guys. Peace.